Welcome to Friday Morning Ramble. I am your host, Rob. Peace and love. I hope, you know, you're enjoying your morning or whenever you're listening to this. Um, you know, all is good. All is well. Um, before recording this, um, I guess like the hose from the wash machine came out for some reason. I don't know why. And so it's like water all over the floor. So I was trying to help my mom get that up or whatever. So moving shit around. And I'm just, I was just so confused. God, like, I'm literally, I literally just woke up. And, like, I'm just like, man, I got off of work at 1 (laughs) a.m. It's, like, 9 o'clock. And, you know, know, I'm a night owl, so, like, I'm, like, sleep by 3, 4 o'clock. 4.30 at the latest. And so, like, I need, like, my, like, you know, my five hours or six hours of sleep. But, yeah. Other than that, you know, I'm good. Um... So, the NBA trade deadline was yesterday. And, yeah. No more big three in Brooklyn. So, that's not a thing. And it sucks because, like, I never, you know. I wish James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie could have played more games together. But I think they only played, like, 19 games together something like that and so like it baffles me because you know I guess like off off camera James Harden wanted a trade because I guess he wasn't really feeling it in Brooklyn And so, you know, he gets traded to the the Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to Philly. They treated me well in 2018. I actually might go back, go to a 76ers game, see James Harden in a Sixers uniform, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. Cause they in the same division, and so or same conference, and so it's like it's it's hell interesting because <clears throat> you got Ben Simmons who didn't want to play in Philly because you know. For whatever reason, you know, some people said, like, you know, the fans fucking fucked him up because, you know, they was booing him a lot because he wasn't, you know, playing well or whatnot or, like, coaching issues or whatever. But it's going to be kind of crazy to see him in a Nets uniform and then on top of that going to play against his old team and the same thing for James Harden you know so it's going to be interesting very interesting but that um that Sixers James Harden jersey going to be 
very appetizing to get. So yeah, that was like kind of like the big news in, in sports because it's just been like a lot of drama between the two organizations, like within the organization. So like Ben Simmons who went to the Nets and so like, let me just like clear this up for people who don't really know what's happening. So last year in the playoffs, um, Ben Simmons didn't play very well. And so the coach said something about his performance. I guess Ben Simmons didn't like it. And he refused not to play for the 76ers because whatever transpired within that organization and so he wanted a trade and then James Harden you know with all the like guidelines in New York one of the big three Kyrie Irving couldn't play home games and so and then Kevin Durant he's injured right now or healing from a, a sprain and so what you don't have so like pretty much like pretty much like half the time James Harden would be by himself playing pretty much like yeah he had like other players around him but like out of that big three it'll just be him and then Kyrie only on the road games and so it's like kind of like a continuity issue with there because it's like and it's like we got like two home games you won't be here and then we lose cause like they lost like nine straight games <clears throat> and then you kind of like saw like it left this one like little snippet, this this one clip of like him, uh, James Harden and Kyrie getting into it like a little bit, and um, it's crazy, you know. And then yesterday, Kyrie he dropped thirty one, I think like thirty one, thirty one points, six assists. I think he was like three for eight or something. But anyway, he won me like $18 on um, FanDuel. So that's pretty dope. Um, so also, Super Bowl is happening. You know, I'm rolling with the Bengals, man. For the Rams, it looks like it's a little bit too good to be true, in my opinion. You know, because, like, you got, like, good veteran, you know, players on, you know. No, I just think it's just, like, I feel like the Rams feel like it's, it's their time. But I feel like... The Bengals is going to, like, show out Joe Burrow. Joe Burr, you know? Because, I don't know, it, like, this whole, like, playoffs been, like, hella, like, so unpredictable. From, like, the showdown between, you know, it, like, I was, like, commentating, you know, that game between the Chiefs and the, and the Bills. Like, that was, like, probably one of the best football games I ever probably watched. Like, that 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 fourth quarter alone was, like, a game in itself, you know? 
like that fourth quarter and that and that oh that overtime. That was that was like that was that was tremendous. That was football right there. Um It didn't, you know, and then, you know, the Bills lost that game and the next game the Chiefs lost against the Bengals. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be a wild play, uh, Super Bowl, that's for sure. I think it's going to be, like, very unpredictable because, like, the money is all on the Rams. Honestly, I just want it to be a good game, you know. Cause like that one game between Denver and um, Seattle, oh my god, that was like a terrible fucking game. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, I believe that was the um, the Super Bowl, the Seahawks won. Cause it was just like it was like no, it was like I just remember just like. Waking up in halftime, I looked at the score. I was like, well, this ain't going to be a good game. <laughs> you know, I just, like, woke up, like, super hungry. Because, like, you know, my mom and I, we usually do, like, a Super Bowl spread. And so, um... I was just, I just woke up. My, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna get some food and watch the Super Bowl. Like I didn't mean to like purposely go fall asleep on it, but you know, you know how like, you like, you know, you get too hyped up for something and then like you just fall asleep. That that was me with the Super Bowl <laughs> that year. Um, I don't know like it, it's all about the matchups like I think like this year is a good matchup because I don't know I, I, I still feel like it's anyone's game and like the fact of the matter is like this Bengal team you know, hasn't really known the taste of victory in years. I think, like, the last time they've been, they won a playoff game or been to the playoffs. Well, no, they've been to the playoffs before, but the last time they, like, you know, well, won, like, the conference championship was um, in, like, the 70s or something like that. So yeah, um, and definitely like Cincinnati, you know, you know, Midwest, you know, it's going to be crazy because like if the Bengals win, it's going to be like, wow, a Midwest team beat Matthew Stafford. (laughs) And I was like, that that was like, yeah, definitely a team from like Ohio. So it's going to be like, you know, I'm very... I'm very entertained by like the narrative that people, you know, sports fans from Detroit here, you know, feel about the whole. Cause like, I don't know, man. I just feel like a lot of people are just on the Matthew Stafford bandwagon now since he's, since he's at the Super Bowl now. Like, I think like if he didn't make it and he got like eliminated in the playoffs, like, I feel like, it wouldn't be like stores buying like a shit ton of Matthew Stafford jerseys to sell, you know? But I could be wrong. And don't get me wrong, like I like Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, he's like one of them throwback, you know, quarterbacks. You know, he got like a hell of an arm. You know, he reminds me a lot of, like, like a little bit of Brett Farr in a way. Or, like, he got that arm, but, like, 
is dangerous. Cause like I remember like him just like throwing throwing like a shit ton of interceptions like in the regular season. And I was just like, man, that's like some lion shit right there. It's like I'm just gonna throw that shit. But I don't know, man. People want to make them Madden throws. Like Kyler Murray. Like, when he went against the Rams, I, I believe. And he was just like, you know, going for them, like, you know, the Madden plays. Where I'm just like, I'm going to run around the pocket. And then I'm going to have, like, the enough stamina and arm strength to throw it. And then only to get get an interception, you know, a pick six. So, you know, I root for Stafford, but I think the Bengals is going to win the Super Bowl this year. It, it just seems right because it just seems too... Um, and then also, like, I feel like the like coaching is going to be a big, big part of this. Because I feel like McVeigh, actually both these coaches hasn't really been like the, been like the best play callers. So, because like last game with McVeigh, I was just like, you're doing like a lot of questionable play calling, dog. This dude was like challenging to play like challenging calls like three times and then like he lost all his timeouts. It was crazy. It was just like, he's like, he was like, yeah, man, like, he's gonna get reversed. He was like, review it. And then only for it to get like, not reversed and lose a, um, a timeout. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about Sunday. Because like, the, the Cincinnati Bengals coat isn't really known for good, you know, time management on the clock and you know but like they they played their asses off though like in terms of like you know rallying rallying up and coming back from a deficit But then also Stafford got that quality too. Cause like and then he got the right team for it. As for like when he was with the Lions and he was trying to like make it work. You know. Like I don't know, man. Like what's the difference between like organizations in the NFL where it's just like you have like a winning mentality, winning culture. Or you have like pieces together that'd be like, okay, we can we can make some noise in the playoffs if we go to the playoffs. I always find that shit to be so interesting. Um But yeah, I look forward to it. And then for a Super, Super Bowl halftime show, we got Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendra Lamar, and Mary J. Blige performing. So for those who are into the West Coast, man, shout out to Dr. Dre, though. Like, he's been like, he's been like, he's been nailing it dude like like he appears in Grand Theft Auto right as himself and then he's doing like the Super Bowl like halftime show so like I don't know man and then, like, you know, for him to, like, because I think he just, like, he had, like, something, like, a Caesar or something like that. Like, 
I don't know, something happened where like he had like something, you know, something was wrong with him. I don't know, it was like a stroke or something, but like it was something up with his like maybe like a brain aneurysm or something like that. So for him to like come back and do do that is a huge accomplishment. I don't know, man. Like, I think it's gonna be a good show. Like, in all honesty, I really loved last year's halftime show because you know it was the weekend, and um, I think like I don't know. Like, I think like now they're trying to be like, okay, let's have like familiar. Cause I think like everybody know all these artists, you know. And so I think like the Super Bowl halftime show is gonna be pretty legit. Yeah. But like, this one guy like I I I um I listened to his stuff and he's talking about like, you know I think I'll have that, you know. He was like speaking negative about it. I was just like, bro, it's twenty twenty two. Um, you acting like you know I don't know man I just feel like hip hop was like is the rock and roll in the 60's you know I think like when people talk negatively about hip hop I think like you know of that type of shit you know like like back in the 60s where it's like you know people couldn't play like rock and roll music and shit like that because like that like that literally like when um like when gangster rap came up that's like kind of like way like literally felt like where it was just like you know because like the parental advisory you know it's like kind of crazy though because like I grew up in that era where it was just like you had to be a certain age to buy, you know, certain certain shit, you know. And then they did the same thing for video games and movies. <clears throat> because like most likely you could like pretty much go into like any movie. Like I remember like going to like my local theater and um getting like a <laughs> like my brother and I got like this older guy to like buy us a ticket to see um 28 days later good ass movie it was like some foreign guy and he was just like I don't even think he knew what he was doing Cause he was just like he, he was like we we just like went up to him. He was just like, um, can you um, buy us a ticket? <laughs> we'll give you the money. And then he was just like, uh, all right, just don't say anything. I don't know. Maybe he he felt like he was doing his um. He was trying to be like a cool older person, probably. I want to do like, cause like I get them type of moments where I gotta do something, and I, and it's like benef- beneficial to a person younger than me, and then be like. That's a cool guy right there. And then, like, I feel good about that. I don't know. Maybe because, like, I wasn't cool when I was, like, in school. And so, like, I try to be, like, you know, cool towards the youth. Not really. I could care less about the youth, to be honest with you. I don't know, it's just like, I don't know. 
like I was like talking to like a coworker about this. It's just like I am like so out of touch with someone who are who's in their twenties, let alone like someone that's like in their teens. You know, so like if I was so if I was to like have like a kid down the road, it would be like so much shit I wouldn't know. Because don't get me wrong, like, cause on top of that, I was an introvert, still is, in school, and so like my kid would probably be like that, and so like they would probably be like into like their different things and stuff like that, and. I don't know, it's just kind of, like, weird to be, like, man. Like, all the crazy stuff that goes on. Definitely, like, in schools and... You know. Luckily, like, a lot of crazy shit didn't happen to me in school. A little bit of hiccups, but... All positive, for the most part. You know, my survival of the academic school system is to, like, you know, I just kept my head down low. You know, I was was so (laughs) low-key. I was so low-key with it. I was so low-key to a point where someone asked me, and we was, like, the same year, and then they was like, you're not old now. Like, we would have had class together. And then I was like, well, I don't even know who you are. So, like, <laughs> so, like, we in the same boat, you know? And then she got mad and walked, walked away. It was like, we were just, like, waiting for, like, the lunch door to open up and like cause like they had like clear out the lunch room and then like clean it you know clean up a little bit and then let the other people come in and so yeah she just like stormed off fucking high school man I loved it for the most part, shout out to like some of the DSA people that I still know that I talk to. It's like kind of cool because I got to hang out with um, Ken and Azaria. And like, you know, we was just like catching up. And it's like, it's cool just to see people, you know, you know doing their thing in the world and you know cashing up because I don't know I've just been like solo by myself like for like for months you know because I've just been like focusing on myself and just you know just trying to do the right thing by myself and try to stay healthy um Gotta buy a new treadmill. That's not fun because my treadmill broke. And so I haven't been working out. Like, I've been like lifting weights, but I don't know, man. It's nothing like walking and like getting a sweat on. <clears throat> I don't know, I might go for a walk. This is like kind of crazy because like I don't know I just feel kind of like weird not working out like I like I want to and like I don't want to go buy a gym membership because I don't want to wear a mask in the gym because I just think that's like kind of like dumb to me 
So I'm wearing a mask as I'm working out. It just looks kind of weird. Not going to lie. It's like, I need to breathe, you know? And I can't breathe in the motherfuckers. Not to like my fullest, you know, potential. Got thinking about joining like Plant Fitness, the one by my house. But then I was just like, they don't have my ass, wear a mask, working out and shit. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, player. <laughs> I'm straight on that. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind wearing a mask in public. Like, if someone said wear a mask, I'll put on a mask, but like, not when I'm working out. Fuck that. Unless it's like one of them bang masses. You know, like one of them like hydrobolic masses or some shit where it's supposed to help your breathing or something. I wear them bitches. I'll be looking like I'm preparing for a fucking UFC fight, like, uh. I don't know why I made that sound effect. But yeah, like, you know, think about, like, the Super Bowl halftime show. It kind of, like, makes you wonder, like, what would be... Like, if I had, like, a halftime show, what would it be? I don't know, man. I do, like... Because, like, it had to be, like, an artist that, like... For the most part, like, everybody... Knows. Oh yeah, I bet like ten years from now, Billy Eilish is gonna be um or Eilish or however you pronounce her last name. Um, I feel like she's gonna be like in the halftime show one day. I feel like if Miley Cyrus can do it, Billy Billy Eilish can, you know. Oh shit, Adele. That would be fucking that would be fucking dope. Adele would be dope. Or have she done that shit already? Um much artists like for me personally like, I'll probably be like The Strokes or like Interpol but like I feel like that's not like the masses would want that um shit Kanye West I would do Jay-Z and Kanye West uh, halftime show book that shit I don't know why like they didn't do that like I would love to see that um shit you can put Drake in that category I would love to see that The Foo Fighters already did it. See, it's like, see, like, it's like a lot of, like, rock and roll. Like, I feel like the only band that, like, that hasn't done the Super Bowl halftime show was the Beatles. Like, if they, if they, you know, if two of the members were still alive, I probably, you know, I think the NFL would probably throw, like, 
a billion dollars at the Beatles, be like, let's, pre- let's perform like five songs, you know, for like 50 mil. Led Zeppelin, that would be pretty dope. But I don't know, man. Like, you gotta get, like, someone who's, like, not too old, but, like, not too young in that category. So, like, someone that's, like, in their, like, late 30s to, like, 40s. Because, like, I don't know, man, when, when Bruce Priestin was doing that shit, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, is this real life right now? <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong, I like Bruce Priestin, but, like, I don't know, like, that wasn't, like, the most electrifying Bruce Springsteen performance I've seen. No, it was just like, I don't know, it it was, it just got to a point, because, like, I remember watching the Super Bowl, it was like, they had, like, them, like, you know, them, um, them artists where it was just like, okay, it was, like, hella old, and, you know, not, um, you know, very out of their prime. And, like, to think about, like, the Rolling Stones when they did it, and then I was like, damn, they still a band now. Like, shit, one of the members died, R.I.P. But, like, it's like, damn, like, they still a band. Still a band. And, like, that Rolling Stone performance had to at least be, like, 10-plus years, probably. Let me check that out. The Rolling Stones. Halftime show. Yeah, that was like 2006, dog. (laughs) 2006. I was like 16 years old. That was like nine years ago. Not nine. Uh, a little bit. I don't know. A little bit more than nine. Shit. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. That's like 12 years. <laughs> That's like 12 years ago. <laughs> It's like, damn. Fucking decade passed, man. (laughs) Like, the fuck? That's wild. And they still doing that shit, dog. And they was old as hell then. Old as hell now. Fucking Keith Richards, bruh. Man. What a guy. Dog, like, someone told me that, like, that Keith Richards have, like, he literally has to do drugs now. (laughs) Like, like, he is the drug. (laughs) It's like, like, you get, like, you know, dog, It's crazy, because, like, he just, man, he don't give a fuck. He's like, man, I'm playing this guitar all fucked up. You don't know what, you don't know what the fuck he's on today.
that's that rock and roll lifestyle, dog. Like Keith Richards, man. I bet he's like the. I bet he's like a fucking legend to those who just like fucking play music and get fucked up. I remember seeing Key Richards and Pirates of the Caribbean. I was like, wow. I think that that was like um, Johnny Depp's um, inspiration. Because like he was like a huge, you know, Johnny Depp. He plays guitar and shit like that. So like, you know, he loves, he loves some fucking Rolling Stones. Probably. And so like... He kind of like based his character Jack Sparrow on Keith Richards a little bit. But that was pretty dope. Man. So, Rockstar just announced that it's going to be. Grand Theft Auto 6 is in development. I'm happy. Because, like, I don't know, man. Like, I hope they do... Like, I hope it's not, like, one of those games where it's just, like... We just, you know, they're just going to do, like, completely, like, online. Like, I hope it is, like, kind of like a story. Um, I hope... I hope we go back to Vice City. I'm hoping for Vice City or a new place. A new city. But I don't think we're going to get a new city. Because, like, a lot of people have been saying, like, it's going to be Vice City. And so, like, I'm happy about that. Um... I'm very excited about um, what's going to be on the soundtrack, what's going to be, um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm looking for more artists, radio stations, um, you know, maybe we can have like Julian come back for you know for his radio station caught bring Frank Ocean back do his blonde station hell shit get Frank Gibbs his own GTA station I love that so yeah it's in development. I don't know like what stages is in yet, but I'm hell of excited for it because I don't know. Like I just finished um, the campaign for five for the second time, and I was like, man. I forgot how good this game was. I forgot how good the story was. But then, like, I don't know, like, some gamers are, like, kind of, like, weird with it because it's, like, like, I was, like, listening to, like, a podcast and, like, the guy was, like, talking about, like, man, I don't play GTA Online. I mean, I don't play GTA for the story. Um, but he just played GTA Online. And I'm just like, the story is like the best aspect of GTA, man. Like, and then like the online is like kind of like cheap in a way because it's just like, let me get on this motorcycle and blow you up. And so like, if you like a low level character, that shit pretty much gonna like 
happen like all the time unless you just spend like a shit ton of like real life money to pay for shit in the game you know so yeah I'm excited hopefully it's Vice City um I I need to play. I actually need to play um, GTA 5, uh, no, 4, because I haven't played that one. I remember, try, I remember trying to play it, but then I was just like, uh. I was like, 5 coming out in like a week. Like, I can just like pick that up and instead of pick up four. And then also, um, I remember I went to like GameStop and I was like, can I get um, GTA 4? And they gave me like the DLC um, pack instead of like the actual game. And so I was just like, All right now. No. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't really been playing much video games. Um, besides, you know, the franchise and Madden. I kind of like not really. I actually like all of my like gaming time has been dedicated towards Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I just been like playing rank matches and that, you know, trying to get good, trying to get my game on. Hard the cards, because like I don't know, man. Yu-Gi-Oh was like a part of my life for like a long time, <laughs> like probably like longer than um. Probably yeah, longer than like a lot of hobbies. Yeah. Shit, I think like probably like Shit, I think like the anime came out in what like two thousand two, two thousand three maybe in America. And I remember, yeah, it, like, I remember, like, I remember my brother and I buying, like, um, two starter decks of Seto Kaiba. Shout out to Seto Kaiba. And then sharing um, a Yugi starter deck, the first, the first starter deck that ever came out. And like we had to like he was like my brother he he loved this one card um the fuck was his name summon skull and he was like well I give you well he was like give me summon skull and then you can get the dark magician so I wound up keeping Dark Magician. But like I was more into like the Warriors type. Um, you know. I like Warrior decks. Because like I was like a big fan of Joey in the show. And so he kinda like so I kind of like based my deck off of his for like for like a short moment, and then when I really got into the game, start buying like a shit ton of packs and man, Yu-Gi-Oh man, that was like some um, cardboard crack right there.
and welcome back to part two. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Sometimes I'll be playing GTA Online. That's if, like, the people who I'm playing with aren't trying to, like, blow my car up with their oppressor mark, too. Um, and then I do, like, some, like, I got trolled some people on there, you know. Like I say, like, I'm Bruce Wayne on GTA Online. Y'all want to get nuts. We can get nuts. I've been, like, trying to, like, figure out different ways to, you know, level up my trolling. But, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I remember Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, just playing the tournaments on the weekends and just doing that and chilling and I don't know just, just trying to be the best duelist you can be um Like, I wouldn't say player, like, I was all about the anime, so, like, I was, you know, I was doing them, them terms, like, I was like, I'm a duelist, like, I'm not a non-player, and so, <clears throat> yeah, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, Cardboard Crack, where, you know, You know, you just try and get them ultra rares or like that one common deck would complete your deck. You know. And it was like, I don't know, like I felt like Yu-Gi-Oh! is probably like the most competitive thing I, I've done in terms of like going to like tournaments and competing, trying to win different um You know, they're trying to win different prizes, trying, trying, trying to make top eight, and then top four. Only made it to the finals in a tournament once, no, twice. One time in Michigan, one time in um, Indiana. Indiana had six samurais, and then um. Here I have like prop like a monarch um, gadget deck. In terms, not like the actual gadgets, but like in terms of just like getting them out there as quick as possible. So like a you know kind of confusing um, different monster effects to bring out monarchs that can like allow you like pop a card from the field off or two cards from the back row um some got like and like and even in master duel they have like a little like solo play where like you can um figure out the story of the monarchs and how like you know their destruction <coughs> They're pretty much monarchs of destruction. And like, they don't know, we don't know why they destroy shit. And, um, and that was like a fun deck to play with because, you know, they're like 2400 one tribute beat sticks. And back in the day, like, that was. That was like a, a A plus 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 to have like them type of cards in your deck, and like if you wasn't like, and then certain cards took like different limelight. Like I don't like for me personally, the game of Yu Gi Oh. I have no clue where it's at now. 
Like, I would love to play Heroes again, because I have a, uh, actually, like, my friend Hibba, she helped me, because um, I was trying to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh, and they had, like, <clears throat> the Elemental Heroes, um, starter decks, And I kind of like compile like a deck based off two of them. And then also I use like some of like my other elemental hero cards that I already got because that's what I was like collecting when I was um, playing the game. And then I was also playing Insectors. I don't know, like, I just like, I just like different cards that look, like, cool to me. Like, Insectors, you know, kind of, like, reminds me of, like, Beetleborgs. Elemental Heroes kind of reminds me of, like, superheroes, but with elements. And, like, you know, and, like, um, the mass heroes are, like, kind of, like, Sentais, I guess. So yeah, I like I like that type of shit. And then like, you know, I like character specific decks too. Like, you know, I made a Kaiba deck before, I made a Yugi deck, I made a Joey deck, I made a Mai a Mai deck who was like, you know, she was she played like Harpy Ladies and shit like that. I made a Karibo deck. I made all types of, you know, different decks. Cause like I was introverted, so like my main like what my main thing was to like read Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like build decks of whatever I felt fit to play, you know. And it was like kind of like cool, like have fun with different people, you know. I met like a lot of cool people playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, whether it's from like, you know, playing like on my porch when I first started off, playing with my brother numerous of times, like at the kitchen table, um, tournaments, food courts, you name it, I played. You know? And like, I don't know. I might get back into it, but as of now, I'm just, you know, I'm just playing Master Duel. And it's like, you don't even have to spend real life money to buy packs. You can, you know, because it's, it's a free-to-play game. So it's like, they do give you the, um, the options to pick up packs and buy, you know, all the packs in the world, I guess. Um, so, yeah. It's like, it's also kind of, kind of like, overwhelming, because I get kind of, like, pissed off, like, and mad when, like, I go against somebody, and they do, like, dumbass tactics, like, And then I'd be like, this is what Yu-Gi-Oh! became. It is kind of crazy. Because, like, for, like, all the archetypes... For, like, all the archetypes that came out of Yu-Gi-Oh! And they did nothing with them. And then now they're starting to do something with some of these archetypes like Monarchs like they really wasn't doing nothing with Monarchs until them starter decks came out I think like the last one that came out was like um 
the fiend, the fiend one that like removes a player monster or pops off a card and and banish it. And um, yeah, I just you know, <clears throat> it was like one of the things that like you know. I watched the anime, played the card game. The anime was like somewhat like the card game, but a little bit differently. And then, you know, been a fan of both of them. And it's like kind of like rare for like for like that to happen. You know, where it's like you like the anime so much, and then like you want to play the card game, and then like you know, be playing. I know I talked about Yu Gi Oh before on this podcast, but yeah, that's what I've been doing playing Yu Gi Oh Master Duel, playing 2K with corn sometimes. You know, we'd be battling it out. Battling out on the on the courts. Also thinking about picking up WWE 2K22. I might pick up the NWO edition. So I don't know. It's So yeah, that might be like the next game I get. And then if EA Play has um, Madden 22 available to download for free, I'll get that. And then I'll just start that franchise in there. But I might just like keep on doing like one franchise because it's like, I don't know. Some of the rookies that played this year really didn't prove anything. Um, probably Mac Jones. Like, he was like the only rookie quarterback to make it to the postseason. So, I don't know. I'm not like dying to change um, games. And see, that's what, that what EA should do. They should give you an option to like transport your your previous franchise mode right into the next game if that's possible. Cause that way, like you just have like a continuation and like that roster, and so whoever is like retired in that season would be out the game. But, like, you can choose not to do it, though. Like, you can still choose, like, so, say if, like, in two, uh, in Madden 23, right, Tom Brady's retired. And so, like, you play 22 franchise over to 23, you can choose if you're Tom Brady is not retired in that season you can choose to like have him either like retire like he did in the game or like not so you can still play as Tom Brady cause he retired now so I don't know little things like that I would like kind of like would love to um, that would love for EA to do so yeah I think that is this Friday morning ramble Um, it's more afternoon because you know this is a late recording but I did record this in the morning, but, you know, editing and 
you know, other stuff was involved. So, peace and love. Y'all have a good one. Um, look forward to ramblings of an introvert. Episode is going to drop tomorrow. It's going to be kind of a Valentine's Day theme episode, you know. And also, I have like another announcement that I want to do. Um, so, yeah, look forward for that. So, yeah, peace and love.